Well, greetings and salutations, one and all, to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from Two Capes tonight. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, first and foremost, to all of our viewers out there. We are recording this as of February 14th, 2024, Valentine's Day. This year Day. of our Lord, 2024. <laughs> yes, and I'm joined by my incredible, super talented, awesome, incredible friend, Bill Murphy. What's going on, Bill? Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. Doing good, doing good. 10-4 over and out. Um, listen. So we, given that it's Valentine's Day, we decided. Bill came up with a really good topic for tonight, and tonight's topic is okay. So first of all, your entertainment is two single guys talking about couples. So that that's going to be entertainment for you all tonight. I hope you enjoy. Indeed, um, we're going to be talking about tonight the best couples that you see in movies and TV shows. Yeah. So like you know. We're gonna bring up a bunch of examples, but we can go from like Leonard and Penny from Big Bang Theory, or I don't know. There's a bunch of ones that we we, we came up with tonight, but we have a lot. We have a good show for you. So don't worry. So sit yeah, back. We're going tonight. off the cuff here, folks. We, we, we're gonna keep it laid back. It's Valentine's Day. We're keeping it laid back. We're just gonna. It's also Ash Wednesday, as you can see, I have the ash on my head. Um, for those for those of you watch this live, Bill has an ash on his forehead because today is also Ash Wednesday for all you Catholics out there. So hope you went yet. Got your ashes today. Yes, I did not. I was at work. Shame. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, that's no, all good. But regardless, though, we're going to start our show tonight, and we're going to talk about Bill. Which one do you want to start with tonight? Huh? You're putting me on the spot here. Do you want me to go first? Is that okay? Or is this payback for all those Super Bowl halftime shows I made you watch for last week? <laughs> no, 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 no. So the, 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 yes, the halftime shows was a great episode. But don't worry. Uh, uh, I'll go first tonight. I always start with you. Anyways. Okay, let's do it. Uh, well, since we brought up the Big Bang Theory, let's talk about uh, Big Bang. Uh, if I could type for my life as I put do our podcast, Big Bang Theory. Uh, a great show that ran from 2007 to 2019. I used to really be into it, but I just fell out of with it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those shows where it had like, the first four, three or four seasons, or even the fifth season was great. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, for those of you who have never seen the show Big Bang Theory, it's basically a show about these nerds. And how they 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 play like games and they watch. It's kind of like what we do on a daily basis, right, Bill? Pretty much. Yeah, like the Big Bang Big Bang Theory is like what nerds do on their own time, and how they try and get a girlfriend here and there, or they try and like. I don't know, it's it's a really great show. It lasted for like what? How many? Fourteen? How many seasons was it? I a forget. Lot. A lot. Like two thousand seven to tw- no, twelve. If I can count, 2007 to 2019, uh, it lasted a long time, but alas, it ended back then. And the series finale, I never really touched on this, but the series finale was great. My God, the series finale was actually really good. Uh, it ended on a really good note compared to most shows that end terribly. They took note of like how to end it, and they ended it properly, which was great. With Sheldon um, winning the Nobel Prize. Yeah, with Sheldon getting the Nobel Prize. But the reason why I'm bringing up uh, Big Bang Theory is my first, you know, show. Of course, is uh, the chemistry between uh, Johnny Galecki and uh, what's her face, uh, Kaylee Coco. Kaylee Coco. Yep. Uh, the two of them, and also, and later on, like Howard and Bernadette, will later become something, and then eventually Sheldon and Amy, or the, as they refer to them on the show, Shamey, um, became a thing. It really evolved from like this. This. The show just took a couple of dips here and there, of course, like any show does. But, you know, the chemistry initially between Leonard and Penny was really, really good, actually. Like on screen, like you you believe it. I mean, it's a sitcom and they have a live audience, all this stuff. But it's it ran a really good like story between the two of them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Johnny Galecki and Kaylee Cuoco, I think they actually dated before the show started. I want to say i i don't know that offhand i mean I'm not i may sure. be right you may be crazy bill but i just may be the lunatic you're looking for well billy joel don't sue us um <laughs> but anyways um no that's a great show and uh, listen johnny galaki a lot of people forget about this he's the kid from national lampoon's christmas vacation did you know that what Clark's kid? Yeah, uh, uh, what's his face? Chevy Chase 
Griswold, Clark Griswold, his son is played by Johnny, Johnny Galecki. Like he actually was the kid from Christmas Vacation. I don't know if you knew that. that that's true, though. That's actually true. Then he got his big break that. with. This has been a a a, a fun edition of. Uh, I don't even know. I'm not going to go off it because it's not. It doesn't have the same ring as Random Facts with Bill, but you know what I mean. Um, no, great, but like it's a but yeah, Johnny Galecki was the kid from Christmas Vacation in 1989. I don't even know, but it's 88, whatever, somewhere around there. God knows what. But this is a great show, and the chemistry initially between these, between Johnny Galecki and Kaylee Cuoco or Coco, I think. Right, Coco or Cuoco? I forgot. Cuoco. Cuoco, thank you. Uh, they, the chemistry is really great between them. And if you've never seen Big Bang Theory, I recommend it. It's on, I think, Max or HBO Max or whatever it is. It's on there. And if you want to watch it, they have all like 12 or 13 seasons like ready to go like that. So, and it's a really just fun show. I mean, it's about like, it, those you don't know, it starts off with like the two. Sheldon and Leonard, uh, Le- Leonard and Sheldon, just like being nerds, you know, venting about everyday, you know, um, everyday like stuff that in the world of pop culture, like Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, and they had a lot of good guests on the show too. Like they had Leonard Nimoy at one point. They had like Mister, uh, you know, James Earl Jones at one point, dude who played and voiced Darth Vader was on the show. And like, oh my god, it's, there's some really, it's really great humor. It's really funny, really good show overall. And you know what was also very touching? They had Stephen Hawkins on there. Yeah, they had a lot of celebrities who actually passed away on this show too. Which and is- you know what? Um, I don't know if you remember this one thing. They um, they paid tribute to Stephen Hawkins by having like a watch or something that Stephen Hawkins probably sent out before he died. Oh, really? And engraved, okay. you know, many happy years to you and Amy. Mm. The Sheldon. Wow. The more you know, I never, I never knew that. That's actually pretty interesting. So, uh, but, um, but yeah, great show. Yeah, but with the relationships here, since it is Valentine's Day, um, yes, since back to our topic with the relationships. Um, you got to look at it this way with the relationships. It's um, I think Howard and Bernadette's is the best. I would say so. I would agree with that. Why is that exactly? Because I feel like, you know, at first it was kind of shaky when they first met each other. But then as it grew, you you could see them having good chemistry with each other. You can see them. And you know how they do make adjustments in their lives. Because remember, if you remember at first, Bernadette did not want to have children. And now that and at the end of the show, they had two. Mm-hmm. Even Penny was on the toward the end there too. She actually at the, the series finale she had a baby. Yeah, but you know what? I think with Penny and Leonard. Yeah. My thing is, I feel like it was just a relationship of convenience. Really? How so? Because we saw Penny's failed relationships. We saw Leonard's failed relationships. And you know, you know, sometimes things like that happen. You know, you realize your friends and. You know, sometimes great romantic relationships start off as friendships. That is true. I mean, for the, this has been Dating Advice 101 with Bill. Yeah, I'm the last <laughs> person you want to receive dating advice from. But well, No, but you're not wrong, though. I mean, it's a side tangent for one second, ladies and gents, children of all ages who are listening to us. It's true, though. If you have a long-term friend and you think they're, if you know, he or she is cute or whatever, give it a shot. You never know. You know, sometimes it's weird, though. It, it, it's, it's weird. I think it's awkwardly weird. You've known for for ten years or twenty years. Like if this is someone you've been a childhood friend, I'm not saying the childhood sweetheart thing doesn't exist. It does. It does exist. I know people who've been. I'm sorry, folks. I have a little bit of a frog in my throat. Um. Anyway, you're good, bud. Okay. Sorry about that, people. Um. Oh, yeah. Chocolate sweetheart. That's what I was talking about, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but sometimes if you have a childhood friend and you know them for a long time, you know, sometimes that could string up feelings. But at the other time, 
it gets to the point where you two you feel like more like siblings than a potential partner. Yeah, it's it's we've all been there and we've all done that. But it's just it's just it's the truth though. What you said though is true. So and then yes, but you we, know we, I have female friends who I've known for a very long time, and I think they're lovely people. But you know I don't see myself getting into a romantic relationship with them. Exactly. Because these are people I've known for a while, even people I haven't known for years. Like I have a very good friend I knew in college who, yep. even though we were, you know, we were friends, there was really no feelings and our relationship is totally platonic. But some things are like that. But it can happen. And, you know, it and does take a while for this relationship to develop. Especially on Big Bang Theory. For all the relationships. Yeah, for 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 Shamie, for Sheldon and Amy, for Leonard and uh, Penny, and then Howard and Bernadette. So even Raj found someone. No, Raj didn't find anyone, right? Well, I think he was dating someone, but he dated someone, but I forget who it was. Like it was. It I really him. liked when he was dating the deaf girl. I thought that was kind of kind of interesting. That's funny, actually. That's very. That, that's a good angle. Because so. you know, it shows about what's it like to date someone with a disability. Yeah, exactly, and that's the deeper part of the show. Yeah. You know, what's it like to date? It's I, I kind of wish that relationship worked out because it would have been like, you know, what is it like? And don't and hold on to that thought for later because I got something. So hold on to that thought, folks. I got it. It's in my hand. You're good. But, you know, it showed what is it like dating someone who has a disability? That's true. Um, yeah, so that was my first pick. That was Big Bang Theory. I think the chemistry between the couples on the show actually really showed a, a progression over like what 11, 12, 13 seasons or whatever long it was. It was a really good run of how it, it, it evolved from just nerds being nerds and guys being guys to, you know, people being people, which was not something you don't see that often. I, I kind of wish we had more like shows like this nowadays, too. Yeah. Okay. So, you ready for my first one? Go, Bill, go. We're going with a. I'm starting off, folks, with a classic. Talk to me. And who doesn't like a classic? Oh, we all love classics. What do you got? I'm going with Homer and Marge Simpson. Homer and Marge, do tell. Okay. I am going to be honest with all you lovely folks out there. You know why? Because I love you. I love you people so much. We love our viewers and listeners. We love you guys. But um, you know. I will admit, I had stopped watching The Simpsons. Five seasons ago? No, I'm just kidding. Probably. Like, every Sunday night, I just watched the new one, but I don't like the new Simpsons. Yep. But here's the thing. Um, and But I was watching Modern Simpsons lately, because for those who don't know, about a month ago, I had COVID. Yep, spoilers. Let's say it together, JT. One, two, three. Thanks, COVID. Yep. Without COVID, our show would not exist. Just saying. So, you know, we have to look at the positive. Yes. That, you know, something good came out of COVID. This. Our podcast. But, anywho. Marge and Homer, talk to me. Okay, Marge and Homer Simpson are, they're just, listen, they're, they're not perfect. Like, they have their flaws. Homer gets into stupid situations. Like, there was this one episode, it was one of the earlier ones. When Homer took his straight-laced neighbor, Ned Flanders, to Vegas, and they accidentally got married. And then episodes later, with this, it revealed that Homer was still married to, this, to the woman he met in Vegas. And listen, I understand why Marge was angry. And, and I made this joke with JT before, because about two years ago, I went to Vegas. And I made the, remember this joke, JT? I said, JT, if I come home with a mysterious woman, are you going to be saying, hey, bud, congrats, or what the 
hell happened? You're on mute. Option number two. You'd be like, what the hell happened? Yep. And I can understand what Marge is saying. What, what, why Marge would be upset. Yeah. I can understand why Marge would be upset. But, okay, I disagree with the caption here about Marge and Homer being an unhappy marriage. Because, listen, are they perfect? No. But, like, Homer is not a perfect person. Like, I will be honest, he's dumb as a rock. But he's a good husband. He's a good dad. Boy. He has his moments. But... But like with, but at least Homer and Marge, when they get into situations, they do try to, you know, they do try to help, they do help each other out and get them out of it. The only thing I'll say that Homer's, who Homer's not a good father is, and if you're all longtime viewers of the show, you know what I'm talking about, Bart. Mm. You've seen it. Why, you little... <laughs> And Homer just chokes Bart. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've never seen an episode of The Simpsons, but I know what you're Which talking about. It's going to change. It's going to change. Yeah, I have decided I'm going to tie JT down and make him watch all 34 seasons. No! Yeah, we're not going to do that. I'm sure that's probably illegal somewhere. That's why illegal in um in their town. <laughs> in most in their town, which what state is it in? I don't know. Nobody knows what state it's in. And it's in like uh wait, what's Family Guy's town? Quahog, that's in Rhode Island. Oh, maybe it's in there. Because <laughs> there's so many different Springfields. There's Springfield, Mass. There's Springfield, Massachusetts, there's Springfield, Illinois, the home of our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. There's a lot. There's so many. There's so many of them. I wonder if that's going to be the series finale. We're finally going to find out what state they're in. Yeah, they're going to put it up on the town. We forgot to put it up. We were in Massachusetts. This whole time. <laughs> what? We were in Illinois. Exactly. Hawaii. I don't know. But so. anyway, but they seem like a loving couple. They seem... You know, there's times that Marge has to call Homer out on his BS. But you know what? That's kind of the grounds of a relationship. Sometimes if your partner is doing something wrong, you need to call them out. But I'll tell you this. They're, they seem like a loving couple, but I'll tell you, but I'm going to say this. At least they're not Peter and Lois from Family Guy. Ain't that the truth? Oh, I could go on a whole rant about why they're a terrible couple, but no, we don't have to do that. This is about positive couples. <laughs> Damn it, I was I was ready for that rant. Um, anyway, sorry, Bill. <laughs> but no, they do seem like a good couple together, high school sweethearts and everything. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next, my pick. Your pick. Well. How to explain, shall we? So we're going to leave Springfield, and we're going to go to Seattle. Frazier. Not Frazier himself, because he never, for those of you who don't know, Frazier, like the TV show Frazier, Frazier Crane never really got resolved. Even in the new reboot or revival, they never, like, Resolved him as a character, but I'm not talking about Fraser Crane. I'm actually talking about his brother, Niles Crane. <laughs> Cabernet. <laughs> Cabernet, please. Uh, but of course, uh, Niles and Daphne for okay, super long winded backstory. Um, to the Cliff Notes version, uh, Fraser moved back to after Cheers, Fraser moves back to Seattle, uh, his dad moves in. He's with the and he's with, and they hire home health home health care aid uh, from England, who Daphne. is played by J Daphne, who's who is Jane Leaves in the real life in real life, and Fraser's brother for five seasons 
And remember, like I've, I've said this before, I was saying that over the course of 2022, I watched this entire show from start to finish over the course of eight months. And it was glorious. <laughs> but Niles and Daphne eventually, spoilers, get married and have a child in the series finale. Sound familiar, anyone? Big Bang Theory. Um, this show with Niles and Daphne. Listen, Niles made the show what it is. His on like David Hyde Pierce just being hysterical with uh, Daphne Moon made it that just awesome, that perfect, that chemistry was undeniable. And Daphne and Fraser, uh, Daphne and Niles, excuse me, played off each other so well, and the chemistry was just uncontrollably perfect between the two of them. Um, whoops. And the very like the, eventually at the end of season five they do get they do get together because trying not to get super in depth because if you have never if you've never seen Fraser it's on Paramount Plus I recommend you watch it it's from start to finish it's a fantastic show but uh, the end of the show at the end of season five Daphne and Niles uh, hit it off Daphne's left uh, left the altar and she realized that she loves Niles and Niles realizes she loves he loves Daphne and. Throughout the whole show, once they get together, like in season six and seven, it kind of gets like a little. What's the word? A little. Like, the show kind of loses a little bit of its magic because, like, the part of the magic of what it was was seeing Niles' reactions to just Daphne being Daphne. It wasn't just Fraser. It wasn't just Kelsey Grammer. It was actually just like the their chemistry on screen, and it worked beautifully. Uh, but when when they got together, it was still they. I, I believed it. I believed that these two were meant to be. After all this time, after you know, Niles had Maris, and Maris was never. By the way, Maris was never on screen. She was never physically on screen at all. No, 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 Niles' ex-wife, Daphne, is you know on screen the whole time. Where Maris was never was, uh, but Niles was just Niles and Daphne on Frasier was perfect, for lack of a better word. But I, but I know, I know you haven't seen any of Frasier, right? A no, I've of- seen some episode of, of the old one or the new one. The old one from 1993 to 2004. I've seen some episodes. Okay. And it, it is funny. You have to. Yes. <laughs> Cabernet. I could talk like Fraser all day. <laughs> A little more my favorite warm. Fraser moment, though. You should be with it right on my brain. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, um, why not whine a little? Because I'm. Kelsey Glamour's Fraser Crane. <laughs> He's so fun. I'm listening. <laughs> it's such a smart show. It's a it's a the most successful spin-off ever. Because let's not forget it was a spin-off of Cheers. They said the end of the executives in NBC were like, hmm, maybe we could take this character, Dr. Fraser Crane, and make its own show out of it. Sure enough, it worked. And then they it worked so well they revived it in 2023. And it was, I, I will say this though, we talked about this before. The run of the new run of Frasier is really good. It's not quite as good as the original, but it is very, very good. Or my personal favorite, remember? Yeah, going, my, de- my sister is the dog, is the, of the provost of Yale. Yale, don't yell at me. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, and the, it's, the, and the chemistry between all these characters too is just incredible. Like there's John Mahoney too, and he's not my uncle, I swear. Uh, but or my cousin, my distant relative, John Mahoney. It's a common last name, people. Um, but yeah, no. yeah, those moves are calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Mercy. That's actually my ring job. What's that? I wonder how those taste together: tossed salad and scrambled eggs. Hmm. I might have to try it. Uh, no, but um, that just for those of you who know me personally, that is my ringtone. So if, if someone calls me, that automatically starts ringing. And they maybe hear the blue the thing that theme song kicks in. It's really funny. I, I could set, I could show you an example and call him right now, and that'll play. Please don't, Bill. We're doing a show. <laughs> We're doing our podcast. Funny. No, 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 no. I don't. We don't have to do that. Don't worry. Um, no, but like this, but bottom line, the, the actual chemistry between uh, Niles and Daphne is 
incredible on Frasier. It is just such a funny, funny, funny show with incredible chemistry between the, the two actors and the two characters, too. They rubbed it off together perfectly on screen. Uh, but that is my next pick was Frasier with Niles and Daphne. Bill, what do you got up next? Okay, I was going to say this for later, but I can't really think of anything else right now, so we might as well go. We might as well roll with this one. Okay, this is a more modern example. Okay. Sean and Leah from The Good Doctor. Okay. The Good Doctor. Not The Good Dinosaur. Sorry. Yeah, that movie sucked. Yeah. Why, why. All okay, right, Good Doctor. Sean and Leah. Okay, for those of you who have not seen, who have not seen this, um, for those of you who have not seen the show, you know, all two of you. <laughs> now I'm sure there's more than two people who've seen the show. I have not seen it. Please don't kill me. But I do. I knew. I know it's good though. I've heard it. I heard it's very good. And by the way, you know, this next week, it, this is starting its final season. Wow. How many seasons does it run for? This is, will be its seventh season. Wow. Good for the show. Good for them. Good you know, for the I'm sorry. I'm going on a tangent. Um, I'm going to go on a quick tangent, if you don't mind. Go ahead. I don't know if, you know what, I, maybe it is the right time to end the show. I mean, did they pause because of COVID, right, or no? As in pause, they started for COVID. They started the season. I remember that year they started in November instead of September. But oh, I wasn't sure. But other than that, yeah. But Sean's played by Freddie Highmore. Mm -hmm. That name ring a bell, TJT? Freddie, what was it? Highmore. No, doesn't ring a bell. Okay, let me help you out. He was Charlie in the two thousand five Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Well, I'll be damned. <laughs> this has been Random Facts with Bill. Swim Bill! Swim Bill! Woo! Random Facts with Bill tonight. You still got to give Vinny his t-shirt, by the way. Yes, our dear friend Vinny actually guessed what theme, what song that was, and he was right. And we have yet to get him a shirt. So Vinny, what does he win, first of all? Yeah. Vinny wins a t-shirt signed by us, Bill. Signed by me! Yes. And yes. You know what also he wins? He also wins. My respect. Your, your respect, exactly. Isn't that the best prize of all? It's the greatest prize of all, Bill. Your he respect. won my respect. But crazy. But go on, do a doctor. Okay, good doctor. All right. So for the okay, Sean, the show is about Sean Murphy, played by Freddie Highmore, who is a doctor that has autism. About a doctor who has autism. Yep. And and the and the show is just you know his life as a doctor, but then you know some romance gets involved when he meets Leah. This is the whole timeline of their. This is the whole timeline of their um of their relationship. They met in season one when Leah was Sean's neighbor. When he just went to go, she just went to go borrow some batteries from him. And yeah, so folks, if if a woman, so gentlemen, if a woman's coming to your door asking you for batteries, keep an eye on that. Maybe it'll bloom into something. You've heard it here first, Bill. And so, and then, you know, they went on a road trip together, but then Leo went home for the rest of the first season. And we didn't see her for the rest of the first season. Dun, dun, dun. Just kidding. But then she came back in the beginning of the second season. Okay, this is the thing is the first season, Leah was mainly just like a recurring character. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she popped up here and there. I would say starting in like the second season, she became more of a regular. Regular series character. Okay. 
starting in season two, she became more of a regular. Because here's what happened. She she came in the... Yeah, I'm giving you the whole timeline here, folks. She You're came good. in the second season. She came back. And, like, for the first two or three episodes, they weren't talking. Like, because Sean was mad that Leah left. And, and then she moved in with him, and they were roommates. And for the rest of the second season, you know, Leah was dating around, and I think Sean still had feelings. But then... The love triangle begins. Are you ready for a good old-fashioned love triangle? Dun-dun-dun! Go for it. Love triangles! They're scary! Ooh. Another woman comes into Sean's life. And what happens? Okay, there was a woman. Her name was Carly. Okay, a lot of people had mixed feelings about Carly. I kind of liked her. But a lot of people thought she was very infantilizing of him. If you don't know what that means, there's this wonderful thing. It's called a dictionary. Go look it up. Look it up. And, yeah, so anyway, Sean met Carly at the end of season two. They And they ended up getting together in season three. Okay. And Sean and Leah still live together, but that's but that's an awkward situation, don't you think? Yeah, if they're living together and they're not together together. Because Leah's been Leah's been dating around and okay. There are uh, and then I remember in one episode. When Sean tells Carly, well, Carly goes up and tells Sean because I, because it was an episode where they were double dating with Leah and her date, and they were all doing karaoke together, and and then Carly tells Sean at the end of the episode, one of the saddest breakups you'll ever see. Mm. Like, there is a choir version of the song, "The One I Love" by REM. Yeah. You know, this one goes out to the one I love. Right. And that's not a love song, by the way, folks. No, no. If you look up the lyrics to The One I Love by R.E.M. So tonight, if uh, after this you want to have a little Valentine's Day fun with your sweetheart, please don't play that song. No, no. Do not play R.E.M.'s The One I Love at all. <laughs> because you know what? What if you said to a woman, honey, you're a simple prop that occupies my time? That sounds so terrifying. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Yeah, and you know what the next response should be out of her mouth? Yeah, I think it's best we see other people. Oh, dun-dun-dun. Please, don't, gentlemen, don't call your girlfriend or your wife a simple prop that occupies your time. Yeah, and then it goes, fire, like fire, like fire in that song. That's not a great song to play at all on... <sighs> The music overlies the meaning of that song. Anyways. But anyway, while that is playing in the background, Carly goes, Sean, I think you love Leah, and I think you need to tell her. And? And then... And, like, there are some back and forths, whether they like, like, Leah doesn't want to get with Sean. And, you know, there could be a couple of factors why. You know, one, maybe because what we have said, when you're friends with someone for so long and it goes into a relationship. Yep. Maybe that is a factor. Yeah. Maybe the autism thing might be a factor. We won't know until it comes back later this month. All <laughs> right. Well, oh, no, man. you'll know more in a minute because I'm going to tell you. Um, oh, but, there we go. <laughs> but anyway... But then something happens, and then at the end of season three, Sean and Leah get together. They get married or they get together? They get together. Okay. And then season four happens, and they get pregnant. Unfortunately, they lose the baby. Oh, no. 
And but then at the end of the season, but okay, Sean and but then at the end of the season they get engaged. Yeah. Then the end of season five they get married. And then at the end of season six they actually they have a baby. Wow. So okay. And here's a few things. Here's where I knew they were going to get together. Season one, there is an episode where Sean gets, where Sean's at a convenience store and he gets, and it's during a robbery. Mm. And he kind of blames Leah in his head because she stole his apple and it threw him off schedule. And right. at the end of the episode... Leah gives Sean an apple back and then she go he goes to a store and goes, I made a mistake today. And then Leah hugs him. And I'm thinking, could we possibly be something seeing something brewing here? And no, because I thought, you know, because because there was this other girl in the good doctor, her name is Claire. Okay. She left after season four. I thought they were gonna get together. Because I thought, like, okay, Claire kind of understands him. He's kind of in, she's, he's in her, she's in his world a little bit. But at the end of the day, I think it's best that him and Claire stayed platonic. But anyway, but another, because in season three, there was an episode, Sean goes away to Wyoming to try to reconcile with his dying father. Mm. And Sean decides to invite Leah, his friend, rather than his current girlfriend, Carly. And then, and I may have talked about this before, but there's a part when Sean's father dies. And when Dr. Glassman, who is played by Richard Schiff, tells Sean, goes, Sean, he died. Do you want to stay for the funeral? Or do you want to go home? I want to go home. Go well, okay. And then Leah comes. Sean's like upset, and he's like hitting his head like that. Oh, yep, yep. And Leah goes, Sean, Sean, and she just holds him while he sobs. Like I'm wondering, is there something brewing here, or is it just maybe someone comforting their friend who's going through? But he he's confused and he's wondering what. What like I'm sitting, no, I'm sitting there wondering, like, is there something brewing between Sean and Leah, or maybe this is just someone comforting their friend during a rough time, right? But as the show went on, like, there are people who absolutely hated Leah for the longest time, mm. like, and. But, you know, the relationship itself, it shows that what we just brought up with the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. About um, about when Raj was dating that. Oh, the girl with, uh, that was deaf? The girl that's deaf. Yeah. But, um, you know, this kind of brings back to this point. Like, what is it like? Dating someone who has a disability. Right. No, it, it's true. Yeah, you're right. And I think this actually shows a perfect example of it. Hmm. And, and you know, Leah is going to, Leah does have to deal with some of Sean's idiosyncrasies. And, and, you know, in the potential future, like, folks, we got to be honest with you. Like, you know, there's a, you know, they gave a birth to a baby at the end of the season last year. Wow. And, you know, one thing when they were pregnant with their baby who they ended up losing, the one question that she was very concerned about was, you know, is Sean's autism genetic? Like, is there a chance that their baby is going to be autistic? Right. In real but life, there is a possibility, too. So, What was that? 
No, I was just saying in real life that definitely is a like a factor in real life too. So, like, listen, we're not doctors, we're not experts, we're just two guys who do a podcast out of our basements. Um, yes, we do, <laughs> and we have no shame in that. No, we love doing it too, which is the best part. Unless you guys want to chip in some money and we could do it in a studio, we would be opposed to that. Um, we do on our YouTube channel. We have a uh, Patreon if you want to support that too. <laughs> if you want to see us do this in a studio, then uh, we wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, <laughs> as a panel of people too, why not? But um, no, I really like them as a couple because it really shows that I'm sure dating someone with a disability isn't easy. I'm sure marrying someone with a disability isn't easy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And this and why I like this so much is she doesn't talk down to him. She doesn't infantilize him. Okay, you know what? I, I've used the word twice already. I might as well tell you all what it means. Basically it means treating someone like a child. Right. So there, I saved you a trip to the dictionary. You're welcome. Yes, this has been dictionary.com with Bill. But um, and Leah treats Sean as an equal, and she doesn't date him as like a charity case. And and you know it really shows on Sean's side that, and and this is the general message of the show, in my eyes, that someone with autism can live a generally normal life. Yeah. And I'm not saying that about all people with autism. There are cases where people who are on the spectrum can't live normal lives. True. Yep. And they do need assistance. But that's not what we're talking about here. But no. that people with that people like Sean can have jobs. That they can live on their own. They can be in relationships. They can get married. They can have families. And, you know, and I am sad to say that the show's going to be ending this year because this is the one thing I actually do want to see that I'm actually very interested for season seven. Sorry, another tangent. We always see shows about parents with autistic children but now that sean's a father we now get to see a show with a child who has an autistic parent wow yeah think about uh, that for a second jt have we ever seen that on screen before probably not. like you know we've seen that in the movie from the late 90s early 2000s i am sam with sean penn right but you know we've never really seen a show with a with a, you know, we've seen shows with neurotypical parents with autistic children, but now we're going to see one with a, now we could possibly see one with a neurotypical child with an autistic parent. Something you don't normally see. Something you don't see every day. So, so, um, good pick. Yeah. Right but I and I'm sorry I gave you all a big doctoral thesis about this. Um, As a, the good doctor, more like the good bill. The good Great bill. How about the your good bill? How your TV networks this fall? Yes, coming to CNN with Bill. Just kidding. I have no idea. But um, yeah, but this I think Sean and Leo are a great couple. They're so they work off each other great, and oh, also. I have to say this today. Today's Freddie Highmore's birthday. So happy birthday, Freddie. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Freddie Highmore on Valentine's Day. Wow. And you know whose birthday it also is today? Simon Pegg. Really? Yeah, Simon Pegg. Remission Impossible and Star Trek. Come on. Well, they, bo they both have Valentine's Day birthdays. Yes. It's also my aunt's birthday, too. Happy birthday to my aunt. Happy birthday to JT's aunt. <laughs> yes. Okay, now that we're done with the birthday shout-outs. Um, yeah, we're done with our birthday shout-outs. Let's jump over to I got my last pick, if that's okay. Okay, this you got my, a last pick? This might be my this might be a short show tonight, I'm gonna be honest with you, but we'll see. So okay. Uh let's see. Man, oh man. So I don't know. I I'm trying not to touch on obvious ones, but at the same time, there's no I thought of one that might be obvious, but we'll let's see what you got. 
You know what? I'm gonna end. I'm gonna my last pick of the night, Bill. Might surprise you. Okay. But this on-screen like couple until the characters unfair, an unfortunate passing on the show. I thought their chemistry was great. Not just the actors, but the two, the two, the two characters too. And what is that? Do you know where we're going with this? Not really, but go ahead. George and um, Susan. George and Susan on um, Seinfeld. I'm about to say, what show is that again? No, the this is like the one lasting relationship on this show. And yeah, the only thing that ends it is envelopes. Yes. George, so for those of you who don't know, in the show Seinfeld, and the very, in my opinion, one of the greatest shows of all time. Um, George, in season four, when George and Jerry are pitching the show to um, NBC to make a TV show about Jerry's life, which is ironic because that's what the show that you're watching is about. It's a show uh, about nothing. It's a show about nothing? What does that mean? What did you do today? I got up, went to work. That's a, There's a show. That's a show. How you is that a fairly show? odd parent thing. It's a show about nothing. How do we know when it's over? I do. Mm-hmm. Click. Exactly. Um, but during the time, during season four, George meets a woman named Susan. Susan is George's um, girlfriend. Uh, they break up after a little while. And in the middle of season, the beginning of season six, so all of season five, George is dating different women. But the beginning of season six, he, I'll never forget this. Because I've I watched the whole show. I've watched all of Seinfeld. Every single episode. I've seen every single show of that show. But many times over too. But George is at the beach. And he thinks to himself, he's having flashbacks of when him and Susan were like a couple. And, stuff like that. and he's like, he goes over to her apartment and says, hi, hi, it's, it's George, it's George. You want to get married? And, just, and then they hit, they hit it off from there. Then the, the, the season seven, eight, up until season eight, I think. No, so all of season six, all of season seven, uh, they are engaged to be married. George and Susan, they realize that they are meant to be until Susan dies from licking the envelopes that had poisoning on them for the wedding invitations. That's how Susan dies in Seinfeld. But up until that point, their chemistry is great. My God, Bill, the episodes, like with the, the, the two of them are hysterical. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, like the one, like, you're a schmoopy. No, you're a schmoopy. And then George and, George and uh, Susan, like, kind of go off at each other about that. And, uh, like, there's just so many great, great episodes with the two of them on the show. And unfortunately, because she she dies, she dies from licking the envelope, and they kill off the character of Susan on the show. But let's face it, this show is when they were together, it was uncomparable. Like it was like the one relationship in the show that actually made sense. Like George engaged was engaged to Susan, and it really hit it off well. So until she died on the show, the character that is, uh, but yeah, so. Just a really like a great chemistry between the two of them. I mean, Jerry and Elaine never really they. Let's not forget, guys. Elaine is Jerry's ex girlfriend. That is true. Show. So just they became friends after the fact. Like, nah, let's just stay together. And and George was the only one who ever got really got married. Kramer never really had anyone to begin with. So, like you know, we saw him with some people. Yeah, I mean, but my favorite, probably my favorite episode with George and Susan would have to be the uh the marble ride. Remember the one that had like the Yes and they take the bread back. I was actually just thinking about that. It's like trying to bait a muffin they're trying to bait a hook a muffin on here. And it's like they're trying to like put get the Schnitzer's marble ride up into the our apartment building. That was hysterical. Oh my God. It's like Schnitzers. It's so funny. I do remember that episode. 
It was great. Oh my god, there are so many great episodes of this one. I mean, if you want to go back and listen to what we love about Seinfeld, we did a top ten Seinfeld episode show on our YouTube channel and our podcast form as well. Check it out as well. It is so funny. Such a great show. But yeah, George and Susan, one of the parts of parts of the show where a part of the show that just didn't it was probably the best relationship that they had on the show. And I don't know. It just it worked for me. It was a real I, I thought it was a really solid like relationship that they had on the show. So that's that's just me. Uh but yeah, George and Susan from Simon. That's my last pick. Of the night. Bill, do you have anything else? Okay, I actually do. Like, we can count movies, too, right? Yeah, I'm, but I'm good. I'm good. Go. I'm, like, good, good, though. You know, so. um, are you ready to um get the inner sweaty nerd in you? Talk to me, bud. I'm all ready. I'm all eyes and ears. You ready for the... Talk a little bit about a comic book movie relationship. Justin's not here tonight, so I have to do this for you. Um, okay. I was thinking about the relationship between Spider-Man and both MJ and Gwen Stacy. I didn't even think of that. I mean, I didn't even think about that, actually. The Spider-Man Gwen Stacy uh, was, was the amazing Spider-Man 2, right? Yes. That I'm going to ask you a fun great. question in a few moments, so be prepared. Uh, go ahead. You go first. What do you got? Okay. You know what? I just want to ask you of the Spider-Man love interest. You got... You got, from the Sam Raimi movies, you got Mary Jane Watson, played by Kirsten Dunst. Mm-hmm. In the Amazing Spider-Man, you have Gwen Stacy played by Emma Stone. Yep. And then in the Marvel movies, you have MJ played by Zendaya. Yeah. So I want to ask you, my good man. Talk to me, Bill. Which of those Spider-Man love interests you think was the best? Hands down, Emma Stone. Okay, I'm going to disagree and say Zendaya. You tell me first, and I'll tell you why in a second, but go on. Okay. Well, no, no. well first of all, I did really like Emma Stone. I got to say, and uh, I guess I'll go first then. Um, <laughs> Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. Nothing against, was it Kirsten Dunst? Right? That's who played MJ in the first yes. uh, Spider-Man Yeah. Nothing against her. It was a little like towards when you get to Spider-Man 3, you're like, all right, here we go, you know, whatever. And sure enough, it's like, I believe in Spider-Man 2, in 2004, 20 years ago, in Spider-Man 4, uh, Spider-Man 4, in 2004, in Spider-Man 2, I actually believe that chemistry more than I did in the first one and in the third one. But in the amazing Spider-Man films, I think the strongest part of the films, those two films, was probably Emma's, the casting of Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy. And they did not go with Mary Jane Watson because they wanted to go with something different. And I appreciate that, actually. And now time for something completely different. Yes. Yeah, so, I don't know. It just, it worked for me. Like, the Gwen Stacy angle worked a lot for me, truthfully. So, like, it just, it was more believable in my opinion. You know what I mean? It was just, it felt more like, it just felt so more realistic, I guess you could say. Well, like, here's my thing with MJ with Zendaya. Go ahead. Okay, at first I was thinking, this is really... This is just really... They're just shoehorning this in. At first you thought it that way, right? Yeah, but then as, as Spider-Man Far From Home came, came, I actually was thinking, hey, you know what? This might work. Because you can see the chemistry. You can see the bond they have. Right. 
and then in No Way Home, when yeah. Spider-Man is told that nobody's going to remember who he is. Yeah, I will say that was pretty very good too. It's heartbreaking, but then when, but then when there's like this, this scene where you know, ah, uh, MJ still knows who he is. And yeah. he still knows who he is. I'm like, but does she? No, I'm just kidding. No, but I remember this little thing from Far From Home when she was like going to meet him to take meet her to take her on a little ride. He goes, he goes, okay, hey, don't text and swing. <laughs> That's that right. kind of cute. That's pretty cute. Yeah, it's good. don't text and swing. You're gonna run into a building. <laughs> Yeah, you can text it and drive. It is dangerous. Yeah, by the way, don't text and drive, please. Yeah, um, for those who are listening to us in the car right now, do not text and drive. Please do not text and drive. If you think texting and driving is dangerous, texting and swinging, I think that's even more dangerous. Oh, most definitely. You will run into a building and you will die. Yeah. Or be severely handicapped. Yeah, yikes. So don't text and swing. But anyway, but no, I think their relationship is very, but I actually think Peter and MJ's relationship is very sweet together. And can we all just, and listen, I like Gwen Stacy too, because she's smart. She's, you know, she's smart. She actually has a personality, and you know, can we all just agree? Can, can we just agree on something? What? Can we just agree that Kirsten Dunst is the worst of them? I unfortunately have to agree with you on that because if you look at like, I mean, she was kind of like unbelievable. Like not, not an, when I say unbelievable, I don't mean like in a, like a, oh my god. I, I mean like a you almost didn't believe it kind of way. You somewhat don't believe it. Like in a bad way though. I'm I'm saying it the wrong way, but like Spider-Man one, two, and three from 2002, 2004, and 2007 was the Sam Raimi films. Like a lot of the, like a good chunk of those movies. I mean, she was in them, yes, but they weren't like I don't know. Like is you know what I'm trying to say? Like it, it just didn't seem that believable. For like the chemistry between Toby and Kirsten, you know. You know what I think? I think Justin said it best. She's just the nice girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's like the high school crush that you always had, and then you stick around with her after high school, and then you become a couple, and then you find her, you know. You know what I mean? She's just boring, in my opinion. Like she seems nice, but that's really only her personality trait that she's nice. Yeah, and don't get me wrong; she was like good, but like I, but. You know what I think? I think this. I think Spider Man. I think the the Kirsten Dunst, MJ worked for the films that she was in. Does that make sense? What was that? I think that Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane worked for the films that she was in. Does that make like the time period too? Like two thousand two, two thousand four, two thousand what? Seven that to me that era of Spider-Man films and obviously comic films too made sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you know, she like how to explain this? Like it, it worked, but it wasn't like I don't know. I just you know what I'm trying to say. I kind of see what you're getting at. Like, like, in that era of film, that Spider-Man uh, relationship with Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, and Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane, made sense. But did it hold up, like, t now, 20 years later? Did it, though? You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know, Bill. Did it hold up? Yeah, what, do you think it did? I don't like, think they relate to I think because we finally realized how boring Kirsten Dunst is. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. Like it's it's funny we're talking about Spider Man and Valentine's Day, but that's me. Um, oh boy. Okay, I apologize. No, but you brought up a good example though, with like Mary, with Mary Jane and all that stuff too. So I don't know. I just I just thought that'd be a fun little question. I just thought that'd be a fun little question. No, I think you're right. Um, you know what? Honestly, Bill, I think you're right though. I think Mary Jane in Spider Man, the Spider Man films, was. Like it fit the context of the time period, but then when you go to the Amazing Spider-Man two, like the the amazing the Amazing Spider-Man films, um, the Amazing Spider-Man films with Emma Stone, it, I feel like they really wanted to work on the chemistry between the two of them. If that makes sense, like the on screen, I think and plus didn't Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone date because they met on set? They did, yes. I, I don't they know if they're and Tom Holland are dating now. Did Toby and Kirsten ever date? Do we know that? I don't think so. I could be wrong. Oh. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of like if it makes sense to me, you know what I mean? Like, if, like, you're not, like, like didn't Christian Bale and Anne Hathaway have a thing after Bat The Dark Knight Rises or no? I don't think so. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound right. Not as Valentine's yeah. Day and the sweaty nerds are coming out. Yeah, let's, let's not go there. But, <laughs> and then Spider Man No Way Home hits and you have Zendaya. I mean, like, and can I be honest with you? This is probably our last topic for the night now that I think about it. But, like, our... How do I explain this? Zendaya, when they first said that Zendaya was going to be in the MCU as Mary Jane, I almost laughed at it. Oh, I did, too. I was like, no way! There's no way in hell they're going to do that. But sure enough, it worked. Never doubt Kevin Feige, never doubt Marvel. Except hey, for, for those of you who are rolling your eyes, I need to tell you all something. We talked serious for this episode. We deserve to have a little fun, okay? We deserve to have a little fun. Yeah, we went we went to some serious stuff, right? Our favorite couples in these in these TV shows and movies. Let's face it, we had to have some fun. So yeah, we deserve to have a little fun. Come on, guys. Absolutely. So, but no, I think um, I actually think Zendaya was the best of them, but I really did like Emma Stone as well. I thought Emma Stone, you know, and you know what made Emma Stone spoilers if you haven't seen the Amazing Spider-Man two, all three of you, yeah, all of the the two people in the world who haven't seen it in the movie. If you have not seen the Amazing Spider-Man two, the Amazing Spider-Man two, she dies at the end of the movie, and what and what, what's ironic is that she's worth the the costume designers made to actually wear her wear the same exact outfit she died in the in the comic books with. I remember that. I saw it in theaters and I was like, ooh, I got chills when that happened. The movie itself was not that good, but. Still, so I remember watching the trailer and Justin bent over to me and said, "That's the costume. That's the outfit she wore in the comic when he died. When she died." When I saw that movie in theaters, I think I whispered that. I think I said that to myself too. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. So, because I knew that, I knew that going. In. I didn't know she was gonna die, but I knew that that was said. So that happened. So, but yeah, so. Um, anything else for our favorite on-screen couples, Bill? Yeah, uh, I just want to say, I'm sorry we didn't touch upon the things you think we were going to touch upon, like it's all right. Ross and Rachel from Friends. I didn't really watch Friends, so I have nothing to say on that matter. Same here. And other things. We're sorry, and those involved have been sacked. Good night. Yes. Good night. Have good, go to bed. God bless. All right, um, so I think in the words of Imagine Dragons, guess what? There's nothing left to say now. There's nothing else to say now. We want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us tonight. Sound off in the comments section below of our YouTube channel. Uh, the Super Review Show for tuning in, as always, to our show. Uh, and uh, thanks for watching and listening, guys. And uh, Bill, you have something. I what Hey, I listen. Football's over, but we're still in business. Baseball's coming up. Woo-hoo! It's on the Sports and Network. Check us out. We are on all, on all platforms. Yes, sports and the SIN, they do a great job over there. And if you haven't already, I'm going to plug something on my friend's podcast as well. Check out the Point Three podcast on YouTube and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. They are, they, you, you think we went nerdy? They go super nerdy. All they talk is Marvel, DC, Star Wars. You name it, they talk about it. Please, if you can support them on podcast form and YouTube channels as well, 
Simply the point three podcast. Please check them out as well. They do a great job over there. Brandon, you're welcome. I plugged my your podcast on my show. You are very welcome. Um, but thanks so much for watching and listening, guys. Happy Valentine's Day if you if you're listening to us by now. Um, but thanks so much. Whether for you're with someone or single, we hope you had a great day. We hope you had a great day. It's full of love, as they say. Loving. Listen, love yourself no matter what. And then if someone comes in your picture, great. If you're already with someone, great too. Um, thanks for watching and listening, guys. For for all of us here at the Superview Show. Happy Valentine's Day. Stay safe. Take care. Take care. And.